0: Hello everyone and welcome to Breakout, the Escapist Conversation Show about movies and TV and and video games and all the fun stuff. Uh this is episode number fifty eight for Wednesday, October fifth, twenty twenty two. My name is Marty Sleeva and I'm joined by Casey Wosu
1: and Nick Calandra. Hey fellas. Yep. Morning. Wait, it's afternoon. I just woke up. It is like incredibly
0: <laughs> evening. It is like the
1: evening. <laughs> it's funny that we moved this back and I took a nap and I'm still more tired than I would be. Yeah, what is like happening? What, 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 what sort of, what sort of nonsense is going on there with you? Uh, you know, lots of meetings today. I've been in meeting. I was in meetings from the, almost the minute I got up today, <laughs> to the, till about post ZP, and then after post ZP, started I was like, okay,
0: I'm done. <laughs> you know, you knew it was in good hands with me there, not being able to read through my COVID fog. Yes. <laughs> uh welcome everybody this is this is breakout this is episode number 58 we have a wonderful show for you guys uh we're gonna be and also welcome to our new time as you can tell we are an hour earlier now uh because uh later today after breakout so two hours from now at 8 p.m uh central is gonna be the inaugural episode of get jesse to the greek with kc and jesse playing uh through the ps2 god of war games which is very exciting does does jesse have a ps2
1: (laughs) He's playing on uh, the PS3 version, and I've <laughs> oh. been working with him on getting it set up so he can stream it correctly. Because uh, you have to do a lot of like little hackney stuff to get the PS3 yeah, working. Case he knows. PS3. That's yeah. what we. That's yeah. how we yeah. got it. Oh, yeah. you are, are you having to use like a splitter to get it to work? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yep. The PS3 just ignores. Yeah. Uh, well, it's got HDCP built-in. Yeah, it's got HDCP built-in. Where the PS5 has like an option to turn that off now. so So does the ps4 because that also is built in yeah yeah yeah. it's frustrating um but yeah. before the ps3 they they tried before we get started with anything else (laughs) uh you may notice a new funding goal at the bottom of the screen we're really excited to announce that um we've been approved to film adventure is nice season three in person uh the idea is to fly the team out to milwaukee to go film the entire episode, season three all together in person with multiple cameras, with multiple camera angles, make it look real nice. We want to film some behind the scenes stuff, including a behind the scenes making of documentary for season three. Uh, so monopoly, could we play Monopoly? We, we can probably play Monopoly. That would take
2: right so there. much time. We play, <laughs> now, you know what? We should, we should play should <laughs> Like we need that time to actually we shoot We play, play some games. We, uh,
1: some we board can, games. can play Risk. <laughs> no but risk is like monopoly but mean <laughs> exactly i could destroy you all Rick. and neither of I. I played like an hour of it and it was too long and i gave up oh my god you didn't get to the twist <laughs> i'm not gonna spoil it um but yes yeah, so if you want to see Adventures is nice season three in person uh, our funding goal is running through the end of the year so make sure you get those super chats and it's all going towards that we gotta fly Amy out from Australia all the way to Milwaukee, and it's gonna be the first time. Yeah, it's like
2: half the funding. Yep, it's <laughs> flying Amy out.
1: <laughs> yep, and it's gonna be the first time that pretty much the entire Escapist team meets in person. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're really excited about doing that. We think we'll get a ton of cool content out of that.
0: Also, there's a there's a bronze statue of the Fonz from Happy Days in Milwaukee, so I'm excited for you guys <laughs> to see that. Yeah. that's that's about it. That's the big thing in Milwaukee. So, yeah, <laughs> we got cheese uh, in Wisconsin, too. There's so much cheese. It's wonderful. It's really it's a, it's a great place. Great place. It's uh, the, the Taj Mahal of America. Yeah, the, uh, the entire
1: the entire food budget is just generated towards getting a bunch of random cheeses.
0: One large wheel. Yeah, one, one large. Oh, wheel I forgot to let cheese. you guys know I'm uh, I'm lactose
1: intolerant. So, uh... <laughs> well, oh, no, uh, we will get you lots of extra <laughs> no, toilet paper. Oh, okay. oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad.
0: Uh, yeah, budget for that. <laughs> right off the bat, Beastmarch, thank you so much for the $2 donation Saying welcome back, Marty, thank you, it's great to be back uh, I was just telling the guys I had trouble reading the Super Chats on the last stream So I liked that Beastmarch, I liked that yours was nice and short Because it was it was three words and one of them was my name <laughs> So I had to worry only about two, name, two words And I already fucked that one up, so that's fine uh, But our big story of the day that we're going to talk about is uh, Yesterday, uh, City Project Red, in sort of a... I was gonna say unprecedented, but it, it actually happened a couple of weeks ago uh, uh, with with Assassin's Creed. But um, City Project Red, the the creators of obviously Witcher and, and Cyberpunk, they uh, had had this. It wasn't was it an investors call, Nick? I don't think it was that. Yeah, was, I read it was an investors. Call. Okay, it was it was so. And on that call, they were pretty much like, "Here is our ten to fifteen year plan and all of the projects we." have in development or are planning to have in development, including, um, and, and they they were all under codenames, and so there was mm-hmm. codename Polaris, which was um, the next Witcher game, which they've already announced, and they said that this game is going to be the start of a new trilogy, and so when that when this game comes out, they said that the whole, the whole point of it is that this first one's going to be able to build the groundwork of the trilogy, and then once this game comes out, the subsequent two would be able to release within six years of that. So, not within, I saw some people reporting within six years from now. That's not true. But say mm-hmm. the next one, that the first one was to come out in 2026 that means their plan is maybe every three years, so 2029 and 2032, to finish off that trilogy. Uh, there's also a Witcher thing called Project Sirius, which is being developed by the Molasses Flood, who did... Uh, they're a, a Boston indie studio who CD Projekt acquired. Um, they did indie games like uh, Drake's Hollow and uh, uh, The Flame in the Flood, mm-hmm. and they are doing a Witcher game that is uh, completely different from what you'd expect from a Witcher game, they didn't get really give details, but it sounds like it's going to be multiplayer, a little bit smaller in focus, and sort of like a games-as-a-service thing, but in the Witcher universe. Uh, they also announced uh, Canis Majoris, which is going to be another Witcher game from a new third-party studio that consists of former CD Projekt Red devs, and I'm like,
2: what is what, what does that mean? <laughs> It's like they had some folks (laughs) feature off from the main team. Like, hey, we got this crazy idea. It's X, Y, Z. It was like, you know what? Go do that. We'll just go over there and go do that. You could do that. That's that's the the vibe I get.
0: Yeah. And it is a Witcher game. Uh, And then Project Orion, which is just the sequel to Cyberpunk. Um, So... Exactly what you would think. Uh, (laughs) They said that uh, Phantom Liberty, which is the like big expansion, is still coming at some point this uh, next year. And that the Project Orion, so Cyberpunk is going to be led by a new uh, Boston studio that's going to be like as big as the Warsaw studio. So in theory, like Witcher or CD Projekt setting up shop in America with a studio as big as their Polish studio, which Mm -hmm. is pretty exciting. And then they also announced a brand new IP named uh, just called uh, Project Hadar which uh, is going to be their first actual real new IP because Witcher is based off books and Cyberpunk is obviously based off the 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 Mike Pondsmith board game. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, just like kind of insane that in one fell swoop, they were like, this is what our company is doing for the next 12 to 15 years. Um, And it reminded me a lot of, which we talked about a couple weeks ago, what Ubisoft did with Assassin's Creed, saying, you know, here's, you know, we have Mirage coming out next year and then we have, you know whatever the hell this hexa game is and then the the you know feudal japan game in in assassin's creed red um and so i wanted to kind of get your guys's temperature on this sort of um for lack of a better comparison like the mcu effect of kevin feige mm. coming on stage at a comic-con or whatever d 23 and being like here's what you can expect from phase four and phase five and here's a date for a secret wars movie in 2026 um like, do you guys think this is cool when developers are are sort of this open? Or do you think this is going to, like, inevitably backfire because chances are some of this stuff isn't going to come out at the end? Yeah,
2: like things change, etc. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, yeah, what do you think about that? I don't know. Like, a lot of the times, like, people complain about how secret the industry is. And mm-hmm. this is kind of a way of getting around that and also, like, building teams to you know make these projects over time um so i kind of like the transparency and i don't really see it as them announcing on um, like really announcing those games yet it's just yeah these this is our pipeline this is what we're gonna be doing over 12 to 15 years you know no firm dates on anything yet but it's mostly called like talent i guess <laughs> um you know i i I guess I yeah, I guess I don't really have one way to feel about it or the other. Like it's it's just like they announced they announce what they're doing, and that's as far as I see it. It's kinda of same thing with Ubisoft with like their or Assassin's Creed pipeline. Um you know, they announce all this stuff early and it's just <laughs> you know we know we're getting a lot more Assassin's Creed, we know we're getting a lot more Witcher, we know we're getting a lot more Cyberpunk, great I'm more interested in the new IP they're working on. Um I also just want to see you know obviously how cd project red has learned from cyberpunk 2077 and that they're not going to you know crunch their devs and you know i don't i don't know if putting their whole lineup out in the wild is to combat against that at all or or just show that they're being more transparent Mm -hmm. who knows i think it's i think it's mostly geared towards investors of getting them excited yeah like there's a bunch of witcher coming great you know that's a series that everybody trusts You know, this Cyberpunk sequel that says it's going to, I mean, they literally said in the marketing brief for that, that like this will realize the true potential of this IP, you know, whatever that means from them, because that's what they said about Cyberpunk 2077. So they have a lot of trust building to rebuild with people. And I think the only reason they announced this stuff right now is, again, for investors, because there's so much positive press around 2077 now that it's right. in a playable state and people aren't enjoying it. And like the player counts are way up there. And you know, we yeah, have to thank for that power
2: of the, anime. anime. Yeah. anime. <laughs> <laughs> you like all, all that goodwill was literally generated from the show. The Netflix mm-hmm. series did so, so much to get people to care about that world again. And because luckily they had kept working on it from that point, uh, that it was kind of there to be, you know, okay or good, finally, by the time folks were like, hey, let me go back and try this this world out. So, I mean, me personally, <clears throat> like the MCU thing where like they announce a bunch of stuff out in the open, um, it's never really done much to get me hype. It, it kind of has an opposite effect and where you kind of see laid out flat that there's a lot like like people always complain about sequelitis or whatever. Well, when you announce five to six sequels all at once. And you just see it like laid out on a document. You realize like, yeah, this is like a lot of the same game. Like by some point, I'm probably gonna get tired of this because you can't really visualize how different they are because you're still here in the present. Like you don't see, you know, what gets innovated or changed, whatever, by the time a, a second or a third one or a fourth one comes out. So I kind of don't like it in that way. Uh, but like Nick was saying, <clears throat> all like all this hacking stuff and people complain all oh, the industry is too secretive or whatever. Like, yeah, that's them basically telling, like, showing you their hand. They're like, hey, this is what we're working on. So, like, don't dox us. Don't like, don't yeah. bug us about <laughs> this, that. And, and there's a couple like, who did get doxed, like, they did. Yeah. You yeah. know, they, they got hit, like,
0: pretty hard. And people think that did disrupt some of their, like, post-Cyberpunk uh, launch, you know, their pipeline. And, you know, we still haven't gotten the the new gen version of Witcher.
1: And mm-hmm. well, maybe that's the reason why. Yeah, I kind of feel like, you know, getting ahead of, I mean, because the leaks have been so bad lately. I mean, everything's being leaked, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just getting ahead of that and just, yeah, like you said, showing your hand, like we'll stop some of that maybe because people won't have to dig around to find what they're working on. You know, sleuths won't be searching for every little corner of the Internet to see what their next project is. We already
2: know what yeah. it is, and so now it's just a wait and see. So, it, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But but the thing is like it's it's never gonna please anyone right because mm-hmm. they get this amount of information and then now that's a starting point for the people who were guess who were gonna get ready to dig anyway it's like all right yeah. so let me look for whatever in their uh, office Slack that says Orion and now I can <laughs> I can figure out what was coming next
0: <laughs> yeah 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 it's uh, it's strange because I I feel like two ways about this and one is I'm I'm always a fan of more visibility of more like here's what we're working on, and here's our idea. And they didn't put any firm and hard dates on this, which I think is smart. Um, you know, they, that whole six-year thing was just when that first game comes out, our plan is to release the second and third games within six years of that. Um, and so I don't expect we're not seeing a new Witcher game, at least this new core Witcher game, I don't think for several years, for three or four years. Um, you know, maybe something like the the Molasses Flood thing or whatever this weird third-party Studio thing, maybe they're working on that for a while. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but uh, 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 I, you know, I sort of like that transparency. But then at the same time, I'm going to go to uh, uh, super chats out of order because Jumbly Wumbly with an incredible donation. I don't even know how much money that is, but it's red hundred five dollars, which seems so angry hundred five dollars. That's, That's red. That's seen. a lot. <laughs> yeah. That seems like that's like that's like worrisome. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, He's like, but hey, should you be donating this money? Or maybe did blood. that <laughs> to
0: to uh, to to commemorate City Project Red. Um, although uh, judging what Jubly would go on to say, I don't think so. Uh, but said <laughs> poor poor devs. Which, yes, uh, the City Project was was at the forefront of crunching the fuck out of their devs. Like the last year, several years of cyberpunk. And so part of me is like, is this just like a a list of, well, this is going to be count the number of games. So this is the number of holidays that are going to be missed and, and childbirths that aren't going to be attended. And like, yeah, well, I mean, you know. it's
1: across like four different studios now. I you know. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's really that. I mean, they I don't think they can afford I I guess they can afford it, but I think I would think they've learned their lesson about crunching after Cyberpunk 2077 and how bad that turned out at launch. Um, So Mm -hmm. giving themselves a six year timeline is kind of I I think I would have to imagine they are giving themselves enough time to make these super ambitious projects so that they can actually achieve their vision. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, that's optimistic.
2: I, it, I so, and I, I don't
0: mean that like uh, you're being optimistic way. I mean, like that is the nice way. That's like the, the optimistic way to look at yeah, it. Like and I hope that's they're the hopefully yeah,
2: planning to provide enough time so that they don't have to crunch. Yeah. But then it's also the fact that and which they did do several times prior, even when they were crunching, they'll probably delay stuff if it's not ready, <laughs> you know, so yeah. like whatever dates show up will probably not be final dates because, you know, yeah. they'll hit a milestone and say, like, all right, this isn't going to be ready yet. So then you'll get that big yellow card on Twitter that says, hey, sorry, guys.
0: <laughs> and uh, it's one of those, you know, what Once bitten, twice shy. Is that the idiom? Mm-hmm. Did I make that idiom up. Well, whatever they don't yeah. want. They <laughs> don't want to do this. They don't want this to be the Cyberpunk launch again with any game ever, because um, that was a point. Like when that launched, we were talking about like, will they ever rebound from it? And the answer to that question with any studio is yes, they probably will. At a certain point, like if, if it's if a studio ever hit certain highs, you know, who's going to hit crazy highs again? Bioware, you know, who's the stu- pe- people loved Bioware, then they hate Bioware and then fucking Mass Effect and Dragon Age come out. And they're probably going to be good and people are going to love Bioware again. So that's just like,
2: yeah, all they all you got to do is make a good video game and all yeah. the gamers will forgive them. This is exactly, written in exactly. the gamers code.
1: It is. <laughs> I, yeah, I do. And that is my one of my favorite things is like and that's why like I never get outraged about. You know how a game launches because I'm like, well, in three years it'll be a good game, and it'll like if Fallout 76 can turn it around with the community, yeah, yeah, pretty much any game can. I mean, same thing with No Man's Sky. That was a straight up disaster. Yeah, and I mean now like you know everybody turned around like Hello, or I mean Hello Games is like a great developer and all these things, and I'm like, I mean if you give a game enough time, yeah, eventually it'll probably be good. You know,
2: and in all honesty, like I I like that like. I don't think any project, especially a video game, which, you know, everyone who's working on it and the people who are waiting on it all want it to be good. I don't think... Any project should just come out, be bad, and just like have to be bad forever. Like if yeah. they have the opportunity to make it good at some point, even if it's a couple years down the line, like I think everyone should be rooting for that.
1: And yeah, thing uh, is, Sweatford Jr. says that Battlefield twenty forty two turn around. Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> we're yeah, we're and we're, and it we're looks only. Looks like he's planning to abandon that. We're only a year like, into its five year turnaround yeah. cycle. Same thing with Halo Infinite. So.
0: My my Gut says <laughs> Battlefield twenty forty two won't be the turnaround. Yeah, well It'll be a battlefield game.
2: Yeah, it seems yeah. like they're already trying to move on to a Like, they're like, we don't want the bad press associated with yeah. 2042. And, like, and Vincent Pella
0: is like taking taking charge of that franchise as like an overlord. And he makes fucking kick ass games. And so I imagine within the next four years, a Battlefield game is going to come out. And it's going to be dope. I, and everyone's well, gonna be like, "Man, my,
1: Battlefield's great again." My prediction is that uh, Ridgeline Studios, under Marcus Leto, is, is making Bad Company a reboot for yeah. Bad Company Three because people have been asking it's, for yeah, it. Yeah, that
0: could work. And so, if that were
1: to come out and that were to be great, then everyone's, everyone's gonna be like, "Ah, forget. we forgive you." Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Halo is an interesting, definitely an interesting uh, case scenario in this, and especially the rumors. Uh, uh, Nick, do you have any thoughts on those rumors of them just moving the entire Halo everything over to Unreal Engine? I
1: yeah, um, Jez Corden from Windows Central uh, dug into that and did a like really, really great report on it. I it wouldn't surprise me. Like, what do you have to lose at this point? Like, the fan base is so fed up with Halo Infinite. Like, the developers don't like the SlipSpace engine that they worked all that time on. Uh, they're trying to mm-hmm. do a live service game on an engine that seems to have enough issues that it's making it too hard for them to do it. So, I you know he was saying that. Um, the uh, the fallen that trademark, which is supposed to be the next expansion, as far as I know, yeah. for the campaign might end up being a standalone project on, on Unreal Engine four now, and I mean on Unreal Engine five or whatever, and go for it. You know, like if the swap space engine is just tough, like go put it in the background and keep working on it if you want to, or I don't know. Like I just you gotta Halo Halo a lot like Cyberpunk is just one of those brands that's like so big you gotta fix it somehow. Yeah. So like, I kind of expect like, you know, season two of Halo, the TV show, to kind of be overhauled a little bit too, with Bonnie Ross out now. Even though she wasn't a huge part they of put it. Put that
0: show on a new engine. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I mean, like,
1: I think, you know, a lot, a lot like CD Projekt Red, you know, even three four three is going through all those staffing changes with like the basically the people that were leading Halo Infinite are all out now. Uh-huh. and like Kiki mm-hmm. Kiki Wolfville is like the last person that was kind of tied to like Halo 4 5 and Infinite that's still kind of there and if the Halo show under keeps underperforming or, or whatever I don't know how well it performed um, viewership wise I mean they got a season 2 so I'm guessing it did fine but you know it, it, I don't know it, it's just kind of like one of those things where you know we're looking at CD Project Red and they have their whole pipeline of like here's everything coming and like 343 kind of needs to do the same thing. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, Hey, here's our, here's our pipeline for the next six years of Halo. We're wrapping up Halo Infinite. We're going to switch this. We're going to do this. Short-lived Infinite. Yep. And stop calling games Infinite because they never are Infinite.
2: (laughs) Uh, Well, Uh, well, in a way it kind of is Infinite because they haven't finished it yet. Like it's, the development (laughs) will go on forever.
1: Uh, Yeah. uh, I mean, if it were me, I mean, I just I just take my losses on that game and go on a different engine and, and make it work. And
0: like, Doesn't that seem like a lot of work? I don't know how games are made. It seems like changing an engine is like just building a new video. Yeah, sounds like it, a lot. You no, know,
1: it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a lot of work. But, I mean, like the long-term payoff, if, you know, they're able to... I mean, they just... That, that brand needs a win if they want it to survive. Yeah. And it's like we just said, you know, Halo Infinite, Halo 5, Halo 4, all kind of middling with fans even though i really like halo 4 but the second they launch a really good halo game everybody's gonna forget about it and just love
2: that new game yeah and it's, it's infinite kind of released in a weird state too because before it was coming out everyone was saying this was kind of like microsoft's last ditch effort to make it's halo work again yeah. and then but then like it came out and it was generally well received and then the fact that it's supposed to be an ongoing thing was the the thing that didn't work out and so it's like all right we liked halo infinite but like we want more and it's not there so like everyone's just kind of in this limbo waiting for it to be what it was supposed to be and it just it's like it just kind of petered out so like it's not dead and it's not on the precipice of being dead it's just in like some weird hibernation it's like that time superman died
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, wait we got like four
0: separate halos like one of them's <laughs> right. gonna like have a hammer <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, personally, I I was excited for how they were going to structure Halo Infinite with you know live service updates to the multiplayer and then campaign expansions and like I'm kind of an, I, I'm annoyed along with the rest of the fans that like that hasn't panned out the way they they said it but you know I all the all the studio changes at 343 is just telling me like we we stopped rebooting it we stopped reboot Halo now we got to hard reboot this shit
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh... It's it's complicated. It's it's yeah. And like you said, it's less you're not even just talking about a single game that needs to sort of um, win back its fans like No Man's Sky or something or like Final Fantasy. Well, maybe Final Fantasy 14 is a good comparison because it's like it's an entire brand. Like yeah. it is the Halo brand that has to be won back, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, that that brand is you know trying to be bigger than just games. And I don't know how long that series is going to last on you know Paramount Plus. You were you were talking about ratings. Like I don't I, just uh, uh, anecdotally, I guess I don't know anyone outside of us who watched that show. I don't either and Um, i didn't even watch it yeah (laughs) but like i also just don't know anyone who has paramount plus uh whereas like everyone i know everyone i know and not even people who are like hardcore like into this shit like we are they're all talking about lord of the rings and and game of thrones and star wars and even you know occasional marvel stuff it just doesn't feel like uh doesn't feel like halo you know more people are talking about the fucking jeffrey Dahmer show than than Halo, maybe that's what Halo needed to do: have more <laughs> serial killers who ate their victims.
1: I mean, I mean, honestly, if a brute, silly serial killer <laughs> might be fun. <laughs> yeah. Some, yeah, honestly, I different.
2: think I think they messed up putting it on Paramount. Like, I think it was just yeah. the wrong. Like, I, I don't know what happened where they sort of wound up there and was like, yeah, this but this was works. On, like was Microsoft on, yeah, could have on just shopped
1: it. It was on Showtime originally. Then they moved. Oh yeah, Paramount. that's right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like if you really wanted a prestige Halo show, like you should have gone HBO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or at the
0: very least, if you wanted a lot of people to watch it, put it on Netflix or Amazon. Because yeah. like a bunch of people I know watched Witcher, and yeah. that's because it was on Amazon, and everyone has Amazon. Yeah. So yeah, like that was that you was. Know, Witcher's
2: on Netflix. Oh, yeah, that's Amazon. what
0: I meant. Yeah, Nick said Amazon, and he fucking incepted me with Amazon. Accepted <laughs> me with. He incepted yeah. me with his, with his with his with his Bezos thoughts.
2: Um, uh, I'm gonna bet uh, Sony paid money to keep Microsoft off HBO. That would be really funny.
1: <laughs> Sony <laughs> taking Call of Duty from us? Fuck you! You can't have HBO now.
0: Sony's Sony's <laughs> giving money to to every big streamer, and then they finally <laughs> get to Paramount. And they're like, Yeah, I guess you can go there. That's fine. Yeah,
2: whatever. We don't give a shit about you guys.
0: Launching on Mubi, guys. <laughs>
1: Hey, Sony's um, gonna start giving Paramount. money to just
2: food companies to keep uh, my, Master Chief from showing up on like bread yeah. cases and stuff. <laughs> <Sure>.
1: <laughs> Paramount has some good shows, guys. Fucking Star Trek New World or Star Trek New World Strange Worlds, whatever it's called. Whatever. I haven't even watched that one. Strange 18- New I, World. Strange New Worlds. Yes. I also liked. <laughs> I don't really liked 1883. So you should go watch that because it's a prequel. Th- oh yeah, those shows are really popular. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't Paramount, have have, Paramount, has, the... Paramount has some pretty good shows though. And it's just. It's a lot like Apple Plus. It's just hard to get any real marketing attention to it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's also 25
0: fucking streaming services now. And it's yes. like you can't expect people to be weirdos and sign up for all of them. So I'm a weirdo um, who signs up for all of them. You are. Yeah, you can't expect everyone to be a weirdo like you. Damn
2: everyone it. can't take 5 p.m. Yeah, that's what makes you weird is that everyone doesn't do what you do. <laughs> <laughs> what if I am or- the normal one an and room? you are all the weird ones? Um, Mind yeah. blown. Yeah, that's right.
0: I feel like no, I feel like that's not true if everyone is doing one thing and you're doing the other thing You're just the weird one like it doesn't matter whether you're right or wrong. You're still weird Mm. Um Casey I want to ask you about yes Overwatch before I do I want to clear I want to clear
1: the drain of super chats (laughs)
0: That makes it oh, say yeah, go, go right no, because we got like uh we got clogged. We got a bunch you, of like you we said you we're gonna clear
1: the drain. I was like, oh, you're gonna go pee. That's a weird way to say that. No,
0: we got a bunch of like okay. we got a bunch of like hair. We need to like we need to get the hair out. Uh, Dingus with a five-pound donation. Thank you so much. Uh going back to our Milwaukee conversation, you said, how about a gritty version of Happy Days? Does anyone have a number for Hulu, Netflix, Peacock, Hulu? HBO Max, Paramount Plus, <laughs> Disney Plus, movie? You know what's incredible? Dingus wrote this. 25 minutes ago, and we named almost all of those. I talked about Mubi. Yeah, we did. I just mentioned movie. I want to know what's on Hulu. I think the Hulu misspell, the Hulu typo is very funny. And I <laughs> that's really start, funny. I like I that a lot. I <laughs> kind of want to start calling it Hulu. Uh, but they forgot let me tell they you, they, forever, they
1: forgot about Quib, Quibby, Quibbly, whatever uh, it's called.
2: First
0: off, it was, the they entire was definitely not called Quibbly, and it's already done. It's already, it's gone. Well, that's <laughs> it's why lost, it's gone. because like, like
2: History forgot about it.
0: Um, motherfuckers act like they forgot about Quibby. Uh, Andrew White, winner with a two-dollar donation. Thank you so much. Says, "I'm so sorry, Marty. It's okay that you're tardy. That was a very good rhyme. That was a very good. <laughs> bars. One could say that was a very good rap. Yeah, that was that was, that was hot bars. Uh, Zach Meston with a two-dollar donation said, "Get Amy to the Fonz." <laughs> Do you think Amy's gonna be excited to see the bo- the fond statue or? Uh, Absolutely, uh,
2: I'll be excited to see that statue.
0: We need to Amy get will. we we need to collectively just keep hyping this statue up so that when she sees it, she's so confused at why we were. It's gonna be like the <laughs> little Sebastian on on Parks and Rec. She'll be like, "It's just a bronze statue of a man, and I don't know who he is because he was on a TV show from 40 years before I was <laughs> born."
2: He forward. was on several TV shows.
0: I mean, uh, he's currently on like Barry. He's he's great. Yeah, he's on Barry. Yeah, he's great, Henry Winkler. What a man! Uh, and Andrew Wright window the two dollar dono says, "I wish Amy luck. Uh, long, as long as she brings Barry the Buck." Uh, I don't know if you if Barry the Buck
1: would like fit in um, her carry on, like, uh, probably a, a not. A carry on <laughs> or overhead? Yeah. Um, you know, yeah it's kind of it's kind of sad, kind of funny. But when we were talking to Amy about like coming to the U.S. to shoot shoot this stuff. She was very scared about people having guns around her. I was like, you know, it's, yeah. it's not as crazy as it sounds. It's, it's very sad.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> that being said, <clears throat> certain certain areas of Milwaukee are very dangerous. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, Kansas <laughs> is the same way. Like he, We just won't <laughs> take her there. It'll be fine. Yeah, we'll that's, just take her that's pretty much what I said. only to the Fon statue. Yes. There's a restaurant called The Safe House that's all spy-themed. In order to get in, you need to go into this fake uh, uh, like import-expert store and either tell them the password or do something dumb in front of a camera that everyone in the bar can see and then they let you in and it's in a whole sp- spy themed place there's fucking magicians you know who would love it jack this, also this, you know who this has like, probably been there and probably hates it is jack this sounds like how you get human trafficked <laughs> uh no, it's. Uh, I mean, every once in a while, yeah, it's <laughs> fine. If you go with a big enough group, you're not going to get human traffic. Just do use the buddy system. Yeah, just write in your
2: reviews, and I'll let you know whether you get trafficked or not.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Andrew Whitewinner's <laughs> wife has been there, and she loved it. So there you go. Um, speaking of uh, human trafficking, uh, Overwatch Two. I don't know what that was. <laughs> what, that, what that segue was. Uh, Casey, you reviewed Overwatch Two, and I yes, ask, yes, I did. What are your thoughts on Overwatch Two? And uh, can can you explain? Everyone is very angry about this phone thing that I kind of don't oh, understand. And They're so angry about a lot of stuff.
2: That phone thing is a big one. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I honestly did not expect kind of this outcry of negativity towards the game switching from a paid thing to a free to play thing, and that seems to be the crux of the uh, the outrage. But before we get into that. The game is very similar. Yeah. <laughs> like Overwatch 2 is a lot like Overwatch 1. And it's a multiplayer uh, competitive shooter. Like that's how most of these uh, kind of progress. Like they just kind of get a little bit more sleek. Like they, like changes happen to the meta more so than like the entire structure of the game. So the more exciting aspect would have been that single player PVE thing that they were talking about. But that got pushed. So we won't be seeing anything from that for like about a year or so. But as far as multiplayer goes, like the biggest change is that it's no longer 6v6, it is now 5v5. And unless you had like a dedicated group of six people playing, you probably won't notice it unless you're like super hardcore. Mm -hmm. Like if you play Overwatch and you pay attention to like how metas work and whatnot, you're like, all right, we cannot use any of the strategies we used before. We have to come up with something new. And the way I think it's structured now, like when you're doing uh, competitive matches is you get one tank whereas before you would have two uh you get two healers and you get two damn uh DPS. And because of that like the tanks feel like you would think the tanks would get overwhelmed with how much they now have to cover cuz like there's an entire character missing, but all of the tanks for the most part have been reworked so that um if they were if they were meant to be like a big damage absorber, now they can deal a bunch of damage.
0: Mm-hmm
2: so all of a sudden the game is a lot less about kind of staying back and huddling up with your team and like you know making shield bubbles and healing uh uh to like you know push a payload slowly now it's more like we're just gonna push aggressively towards everything because our tanks that soak up the most damage can also deal a bunch of damage to whoever's trying to get rid of them and then healers can safely hang out in the back and they have less people to heal as well. So everything feels a lot faster. There's like two less people to kill in, in the game as well. And whenever, you know, full teams are fighting each other. So everything's a lot more aggressive. And I kind of like that because the, the meta in the previous game really did get boring. Like it was super stale to have Orisa, um, who's like the big uh, robot uh, centaur lady, uh, with her big shield and then either Sigma, who's like the mental guy or Reinhardt, who's the big uh, armor guy with their shields behind her. And like you have to shoot through two layers of shields to get to anyone. And like, it's it, it really was a pain in the ass. And that's how most people, that's how the pros would have to play the game, because that was like the way it worked. And now it's just not an option anymore. And there are less shields in the game. There are less ways to slow characters down with like stuns and uh, May, for example, who's the ice uh, scientist. She used to be able to freeze characters in place. That's just not a thing anymore. Like she can slow them down a little bit, but like er everything has just been geared towards making the play a lot faster. And I'm a fan of it, but um, I don't know. Most of the people who I think are like, like way more hardcore than me seem to be enjoying it and having a lot of fun. Uh, But the casual folks, I don't know, like they seem (laughs) really bummed that uh, it's now free to play and also that you need to give your phone number in order to play, which I personally don't think it's like a big sacrifice, but I, I've heard some of the arguments that say people outside the country don't necessarily have like uh, postpaid numbers to use. And that's all that Blizzard is accepting. And that is a big deal. Like, that's problematic for a lot of folks.
0: Yeah, and that's I mean? like, it's not mm-hmm. the... uh like there's other multiplayer games that do the phone thing, right? The yeah, Siege, so I got yeah. yeah
2: Siege got recently it. started doing it because of cheating.
1: Yeah, well, that's um, what I I, t- I tweeted about it um, yesterday, where I was like, "Are people really mad about this phone requirement? Like, it's just another two FA thing, pretty much, to make sure." Like, so a lot of people are like, "Why do they need my phone number?" The like the Siege up until a few months ago, before it had this requirement, was f- pretty much broken. Like every game I got into as a regular siege player had hackers in it every single one and it's not just hackers it's like literally because i i created the smurf account not because i wanted to cheat (sighs) but because i wanted to play with my friends that hadn't played the game before and we need we needed to level them up through like unranked Mm -hmm. like we didn't do it for ranked obviously um but a smurf account is basically like somebody that's a high level player creates a new account to start fresh and then you're at the lower ranks in skill based matchmaking, and you're able to just mow through everything because you're way better than most of those people. And so, like, mm-hmm. the Smurf accounts were essentially ruining skill based matchmaking, and it was ruining the game for, for new players because they're like, well, everybody's too good. I can't even get into the game anymore. Because, like, the whole point of skill based matchmaking is to put it with people that are your yeah. skill level. That's so, true. tying your phone number to your account combats that you can't just go create multiple
2: accounts anymore from another email address so also if you get banned for cheating like the system recognizes you as a cheater it's much harder for you to just make a new account and go back to cheating like yeah. if they ban you it's tied to that phone number and yeah. if you can't just so, you don't have just a backup phone number then you know like one of the hard for you to get back in the game
1: one of the things like going around on reddit or maybe like a youtuber said something about it but they're like well they're gonna send all this marketing to my phone I'm like what are you talking about i've never got a text message from any of these companies that i've given my phone number to for a game they've never marketed to my phone it's literally a two like a two fa sign-in requirement um so I, I, yeah like this is one of those things that i think you know when i when i tweeted about it and then like people are jumping on my case about it like oh this does matter and i'm like I, I guess uh, the one thing I didn't take into account is this might Overwatch 2 might be the first game pre-launch that had this sign-in requirement, which is why the press picked up on it and they did not pick up on it mm. on Siege and other games because it came years later in an update. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like, it's just something different, you know, and people don't like change at all when it comes to this stuff. But I mean, like, you just can't have it both ways anymore because like every online game I, I've been playing has been the cheating and everything has just gotten so bad
2: and no it is out of control like it is (laughs) like i really shouldn't be saying but it's it's a huge issue in siege like it's the number one thing folks are always complaining about in siege is the cheating yeah and it's gone down significantly not too long long, ago like requirement was added yeah like yeah like that's it it helps it's but cheaters be finding a way so like you gotta you gotta use every avenue and the phone number thing is one so like they're gonna do other stuff as well i hope like you can't you can't knock them for trying to keep the game cheat cheater free because you're not going to like that game with the cheaters just running rampant
1: and when i was getting into it yesterday they're they're like you know that's my personal data i don't want them to have my phone number i'm like you literally give your phone number to all these other tech companies for 2fa requirements what is the, di- I don't understand. I might be ignorant, that's fine. I'm sure I'm gonna get some haters in the comments, but like, I don't understand the difference between giving your phone number to Facebook or Twitter, or Google or anything else, and a video game company. And they're like, well, cause those, you know, hacking. I was like, all those companies have had, had like, hacks and leaks. Your data is out there if you're on the internet, sorry.
2: <laughs> it's, it's, you know, a personal yeah, choice. Like how how sh- many people have gotten uh, that uh, warranty your extended car warranty phone call like I don't know who the hell yeah, <laughs> Like yeah. where that came from or why my number is out there, yeah. but like it's already out there for the most part Not that that's an excuse like it should no be, no It's like it, yeah. it's a reality like you're, you're gonna complain that this company has your number and it might leak it to some advertisers when for sure if you were on the internet playing other games and interfacing with all these other programs your number is already in somebody's database yeah. like it's already been sold for money for some other thing yeah. like it's it's a weird stance to take now on this game so the the one the one many
1: big difference that sounds like for overwatch and alexandra i'll get to your point too is it sounds like you have to because i haven't signed into overwatch 2 yet it says um you have to use a phone number to play the game at all and i think siege you only have to do it for
2: ranked matches no i i'm pretty sure for overwatch 2 it's just the ranked and competitive stuff. Oh, is
1: it okay they were making it sound like you yeah because it
2: without it like you could you can just deny given the phone number and then you'll only have access to like the casual
1: gotcha and then the other problem is as alexander brings up and i didn't realize i didn't know this was a thing so my bad um prepaid phones do not work for it which does yeah, not and, surprise and me because yeah that does not surprise me because back in the day like there were there were at messaging apps on the app store that you could download and just get a fake number, and that's how people were like, you know, changing their their dating accounts all the time. And they combated that. Um, so it's the same thing for online games. So that yeah, that's a legitimate problem. That like I don't know how they sort that, you know, unless they region lock stuff. I you know I don't really know. I don't really know how they're, how they're going to take care of that. So I don't think it's like, it's, I don't think it's an intentional, like, fuck you to the poor people or anything like that. I just think it's, they haven't solved. How do we, how do we make sure people aren't like, how do you secure
2: the fact that you can just get burner phones whenever? Cause like it's a workaround for the exact reason that they instituted this in the first place. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I mean, I, they're going to have to find some way to, <laughs> like, tie it to your identity, which really sucks that, that cheating, like, their anti-cheat software just isn't good Yeah, at that point, it's like, all right, stuff. give us your social security number, and I know folks yeah. are not going to. No, no, and, yeah, Once that? <laughs> like, and, and, like, somebody made a good point on Twitter is, like, you know, they're just asking you for more and more data. I completely agree with that. Like, I don't, I've, I still, I don't really like that I have to input my phone number to tie it to one of my accounts. It's just. Like, you know, I guess it's kind of it is what it is right now. It's part of my job to play those things. So like I have a different opinion on it. But for like the average person, like, yeah, of course, they don't want to give your phone number out and get spam calls or any of that bullshit. But I mean, if you could just play uh, sorry, part of my ignorance, what's the difference between casual and ranked
0: like
2: like casual, casual doesn't, have <laughs> doesn't have any standing? Yeah, like, like, you know, ranked, there's a it's keeping track of like your stats and your you get you get to see numbers go up and you get like, to casuals just you like a lot yeah. yeah, it's like, hey, I just want to play the game real fast, blah, blah, blah. Ranked is like, look, I, I matter in this world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look yeah. at my number. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I'm Blue, not a man,
1: I am a number. Blue McNeil says anyone <laughs> cheating can literally buy a two FA for three dollars. So I was basically talking to a developer about this. Like none of this stuff is ever gonna stop cheating entirely, but the harder you it's make it, for, it. Yeah, the harder yeah. you make it for somebody to cheat, the less people are gonna do it because they have to put more effort in. And also, right, like yeah. a lot of these, a lot of these cheaters are making money off these cheats, which is why if you go Google about like the um, the lawsuits going on with people that are distributing cheats, like, <laughs> there's millions of dollars uh, going against these people that are ruining the products that you paid for. So it's like there's gotta there's gotta be they gotta find out a solution to this because like yeah you don't want to give up your data. Also, you bought a product and it's not enjoyable because people are ruining it because of cheating it's just it's a shitty problem and there's no right solution to it right now and i like it, it seems like call of duty's anti-cheat with ricochet has solved a lot of the cheating problems because I've, I've even played warzone and noticed it's been a lot better so i'm just guessing like you know a lot of anti-cheat software just needs to be more advanced and they need to to, to just keep Warning? I don't know. I don't. I don't yeah, know like that's the that's, that's the thing.
2: Like, who who knows? Well, I mean, someone knows, but we don't know how that stuff actually works. <laughs> like anti-cheat software. Like a lot of folks are just like, oh, just get better anti-cheat. Like, yeah, yeah. But do you, like, what does that mean? Like, what does it mean to get better anti-cheat? What does it mean to actually address cheaters? Because it's a it's a ongoing fight. Like, it's not a a switch you flip, and then. No, no cheating will work ever. Like, they're actively working to break into the game to mess with all the people trying to play it legitimately at all times. The entire lifetime of this game being online and a a product, there's someone working against it. So, like, both sides are kind of going back and forth in this tug of war. So, like, I don't know, cut them a little bit of slack that they gotta, because I'm sure, like, Overwatch One didn't have to do this, right? Like, they they're not after your phone number like they're not trying to get to your data like they just want to sell you a video game. Yeah. They want you to they want you to buy the, their stupid skins and microtransactions or whatever. Like that's the goal. Sure, maybe that's sleazy, but like there's a there's a good video game underneath that. They just want you to play it. Do you want to play the game? Yes or no? Like that's kind of I don't know. Like I honestly feel like a lot of uh like that DDoS attack on launch day yesterday yeah. That must have been the same, like from the same kind of sentiment that's going around with the people who are responding to the reviews for the game. Because I even I looked at a couple of other reviews. Like it's a lot of the same rhetoric underneath. Oh, those yeah. so, Like I know. Like I, people yeah, are just been, really upset. Yeah. yeah. The
0: reviews have been relatively high. Like, because uh, all of this stuff removed, it sounds like the game
2: is good. Yeah, like the game is over. Like Overwatch is a phenomenon. Like it's been yeah. it's been like an award winning game for the last seven years. Like this second one, even if it's not, you know. A super monumental change. It's yeah. an incremental one. It's still at the core a very good multiplayer shooter. The uh, the discourse on this one has been so
1: weird because like I, people people wanted Overwatch to come back. They wanted content updates, and then they're really angry it's free to play and that like the battle like the solution is the battle pass to lock content behind the battle pass, which I get. Like nobody mm-hmm. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody really likes battle passes. I I miss the days of Call of Duty just being able to. You know play the game and unlock my skins and I you don't know, have to pay money yeah. for all this stuff, yeah. And, you You're know, right, yeah, yeah, it's, Old it's, deal it's, was like that too, yeah, yeah it's, it's It's not, um, like the, yeah, the world has I didn't, changed.
0: I didn't actually read the uh, I wasn't aware of this. So, Bear Bomb with a five dollar donation, thank you so much. Bear Bomb says a lot of the free to play rage comes uh, from half the playable roster being locked at the start, which is a big departure from their original design for the heroes. So, is that yeah. true, like when you well that i
2: also yeah i addressed that in the review uh it's what they're calling their new player experience and it's only for people who have never played overwatch like if you are registering an account for the first time that doesn't own overwatch one like you have no hours counted in overwatch one and whatnot when you first launch the game you have access to some of each of the classes and you have to play games and complete challenges which is essentially like winning games or playing games to unlock the rest and it's it's not like it's not meant as a way to nickel and dime you because like you you can't necessarily pay to get those characters yeah. as a new player you have to go through that process because it's onboarding you it's teaching you how to play overwatch because it's assuming you've never done it before didn't smash doesn't didn't smash ultimate yeah do smash that? does that yeah but, i mean not yeah. to but but smash doesn't do it to onboard you like they do it because it's the thing that it's like a traditional yeah. thing right? yeah like, yeah but no one like, complains about excited that when they're like tradition. a new
0: challenger and yeah it's right, right. And Mario I,
1: Siege Siege is the same way. Like if you buy the base version of the game, you only get a set amount of the the roster, and then you have to either play a fuck ton to earn the rest of the roster, <laughs> yeah, or, that, yeah, that's true. or pay. uh So I mean, I I think over time, like people are going to prefer this model because like you don't use all the heroes. A lot of people don't use all the heroes, anyways. They have a main. That's yeah, for sure. You know, like Siege. Even I, you know, like I have all the all the players because I. I Use a huge variety of the characters, but I like a lot of my friends just buy the characters they want to use and stick with their main characters. Um, so I just it, you know, it's a big change. It's, I thought, I thought too that if you played Overwatch One, you already had like the whole original roster unlocked. Isn't that the thing? You
2: do, yes. yeah. I think it's some people Overwatch are having troubles
0: at launch of it wasn't popping, but first day of a multiplayer game, I don't know, first night of it was being
2: like. <laughs> yeah, and an down.
0: outside attack happening as <laughs> yeah, well. So. Yeah, so yeah. I would imagine by this weekend, those
1: problems are solved. Yeah, uh, and Joffrey um, Monmouth says the biggest problem is that Ranked is locked if you don't have every hero, and the battle pass takes ages if you're free to play. Yeah, I mean, like, I, you know, it's kind of like, Cause hey, that, Yeah, because
2: f- that's, the, they're that's gonna, the road to get to Ranked, is to finish all those hero challenges, to play your yeah. 100 games. That's how you unlock it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess, I you know, it's one of those things that, like, people
1: should be raising a stink about it. if it, if it is too grindy and you know they'll go back and fix it like halo infinite did when their battle pass was shit so mm-hmm. you know i think it's just i guess you know like I, I think people have to realize like you can't you can't test all this stuff until the game is launched so like they probably don't even know how fast people are going to get through that battle pass because sometimes like you can run through that battle pass in a week like halo when they changed it and then everybody's like where's more content it's not here yet <laughs> you know yeah. they have to kind of they kind of have to With the free to play model, they have to kind of make you grind a little bit because they're working on new content to add to it while you're working on the old
2: content. So, Uh, King Dead says 100 games to unlock ranked. Did I hear that right? Let me clarify I think that's the minimum. I'm not, that's not the minimum. That's the maximum number of games you would have to play to unlock ranked because the challenges are things like uh, win a certain number of games with a certain character and if you, or not win, play a certain number of games with a certain character, but if you win, those wins will count double towards your goal or something. So you can probably unlock the characters a lot faster than 100 games, but if you're going through the thing and losing every single game because you suck at every single character, it'll probably take you 100 games for you to finally go into ranks, where let's be honest, you're probably going to suck in rank because you lost 100 of the games before you got there. It's somebody that liked Overwatch. Yeah, Yeah. somebody
1: that liked Overwatch and for a while, and then tried to play ranked. I was terrible at it. Like ranked is like really try hard. So you know. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, Overwatch gets super competitive, even outside of you know their uh leagues and whatnot. Like even in my friend groups, like I have folks who take Overwatch play very seriously, and they're not that good, yeah. <laughs> but they just take it that serious. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I don't.
1: I don't think anybody's really gotten the free to play model right. Like you know, obviously. Uh, disclaimer: Casey works on Rainbow Six Siege, and I'm a huge fan of the game. But I think, like, I've liked Rainbow Six Siege's model the best out of any of the free-to-play games. I mean, not free-to-play games, but that kind of yeah, model. Yeah, that that model I it has been. I haven't seen too many people really complain about it, even though like <laughs> there is a significant grind now to unlock characters because uh, they keep changing the amount of renown you get on matches and everything like that. But I, yeah, I, you know, it's just Overwatch. This, I get a lot of the complaints. I also think it's overblown. A lot of it, as usual, uh, especially the phone requirement. Everybody, you know, being very cherry-picky about which times they get mad about their data privacy. Wait, can else, you hmm. can you buy a sixty-dollar version of this game where all the characters are unlocked?
2: Uh, I think the forty-dollar version will give you um, the new character. Because even for returning players, uh, the most recent announced character, Kiriko. Do uh, you need to go through either the battle pass or buy that founders pack thing? Okay. And I think that's 40 bucks to have her instantly unlocked. Yeah, OK, because I was just that um, was just every season. If of- you just buy the premium battle pass, then you'll get whatever the character is on, you know, immediately as well. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: I was just I was just noticing because certain people were like, I just wish I could just pay money to have everything in a game like games used to be. And I was just curious if there was a way to just be like, here's the full yeah, price you-
1: of a game. Yeah, I guess you can I think that, can't do that. I and
2: mean, you can do that with that new player <laughs> thing. Yeah, because because the the new player experience hasn't from the way I perceived it when I was playing it and hearing about it from Blizzard PR, like it's not meant to nickel and dime you like because there's no way to bypass it. If you're brand new to Overwatch, they want you to have an easier time learning the game and getting into the meta because it can be brutal. Like they don't want it's a free game now. So like folks will be brand new coming into it without really knowing much of anything. And maybe if they treat like another shooter, like they'll get stomped and they'll just turn it off and never come back. Yeah. Like that's what they're said, trying to avoid. Especially
0: with the, by by lowering it from six to five people on a team, I imagine that necessitates you play your role even yeah. more so now, right? True. Like, yeah.
2: I can't um, be dead weight out there.
1: <laughs> no. You know, yeah, well, I mean, Siege, Siege has almost a very similar player experience where you can't get in the rank until you're level 50 now either, so... um.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm even like as much as we've played Siege like on stream and like even me and ranked. my friends. I don't think I'm level fifty yet. <laughs> so like we always play on rank. Like I'm not good enough to be in rank yet. Yeah. Can't call Eve. Like Eve, unlock my account. Give me level fifty. <laughs> I
1: yeah. I don't know. Like the free to play model. It's people like it enough that these games keep doing it. And you know, the online majority of people that grew up with games and don't like the model are are very much in the minority these days. So. Um, yeah, because the majority now grew uh, the majority of younger who grew up with free Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we can bitch about chat and we can bitch about this stuff all day long. I think the vast majority of people are, are okay with a lot of this stuff. Um, you know, if there's bad business practices, definitely
2: call it out. But yeah, as far as, as far like, as- I I have to admit, like I I personally like not just in Overwatch but in games in general. I'm fine with a free to play model and a battle pass uh, uh, attached to it because the truth of the matter is you do not have to pay any money. They don't make you pay for that stuff. The thing that people get upset about is that they see it and they can't have it. Yeah. But it's like, if you want it, pay for it. Cause that's, that's why they're trying to lure you in yeah. like that. That's the business model. That's how they make their money. Well, they gave you the
1: game for free. It's how, <laughs> it's how they make their money. And and today it's how they keep the game going. Cause like that's, Back in the day, right, yeah, when before they did all this stuff, like I remember very specifically, like I would be playing Gears of War and I would have the map packs and my friends wouldn't, and then we would stop playing the game even though we like we wanted to keep playing it. They weren't willing to pay for the map packs, and then you know like it, it, it um, Call of Duty did the same thing and it, like just segmented communities and everybody hated that. Literally mm-hmm. everybody hated that they had to pay fifteen dollars for three maps or or be segmented from all the playlists and not be able to play the game uh halo specifically had that huge it was a huge problem in halo 3 i remember that very very well um yeah so like people say they want to and buy and own it yeah, people say they want time, to give the mass for free mm-hmm, people say they want to buy and own the thing like probably not a sexpot but i mean like people didn't buy the map packs and then it killed the games <laughs> because it broke up the playlist so i yeah i don't i don't there's no there's just no good solution to this stuff. And like these games are going on for years and years and years now in the battle pass and free to play model supports that it's a trade off, you know, it like because fuck there was EA with the online passes for your online games, So you couldn't buy them yeah, like, there's that these solutions that have sucked. never been good. <laughs> no. That's
2: that, that was them disrupting uh, the secondhand market, like actively trying Yep. to stop people from just using the second hand market yep there's like, also the, i, I uh, fail to see the like something like that feels insidious right but right. like these free-to-play models i i personally don't see like the scumminess of them because you don't have to spend that money
1: yeah like I, you just don't yeah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah and i'm glad like loot boxes for the most part have gone away so i'm kind of glad that mm-hmm. change happened yeah. Because, like, it, even when I've been playing Fortnite with my friends lately, I'm like, oh, that's a cool skin I want to buy. Like, if I buy the Battle Pass, like, you know, if I play enough, like, you know, I could just, you can literally earn the Battle Pass, the next Battle Pass,
2: just by playing. So, like, yeah, and it is it is a grind. Like, it's a lot of time to actually grind. dedicate in order yeah. to do that. But, so, you know, yeah, if that's. If you play it kind of casually, then, yeah. Yeah. You got to like, give up that, some money. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing.
1: Like, if you only play these games every once in a while, like, I only go back to Warzone every once in a while, I'm not going to pay for the Battle Pass. I'll just play it with my friends, get my time, and be done if like siege was free to play and i play it every night then yeah the battle pass might be a worthy investment for me if i want to you know get some extra stuff out of it i guess so i you know it's yeah all all the all the yelling about battle passes and everything like it seems to be like the model of least resistance at this point (laughs) whether 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 it's good or not like it seems to be the closest thing people are getting to a happy medium of like play to earn and there's no barrier to entry and if you want to earn more okay you pay a little bit of money to support the game that you're spending hundreds of hours in
0: yeah there is the there is also the like of of from a um collectors or historian point of view is like isn't overwatch one is just gone
1: well they carried like, over all that your
2: that cosmetics and stuff That's right? more sketchy thing yeah, the, yeah, you get all your cosmetics. Okay, so. so it's essentially underneath the main game, but the stuff from the first game, like 6v6 battles, that's that's just gone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just kind of like, you know, again, talking about the like, oh well, if you wanna if you wanna own something, you better buy a copy of it. Like, well, you could have owned a copy of Overwatch. Like, there was plenty of physical copies matter. out there and it doesn't matter like you know if a game is <laughs> game is tied to the internet uh they can they can cut the cord on it and yes they could easily say all oh, your progress carries over and it's free to play to go over here but um I, it's just an interesting yeah, that's thing I, that we have to deal with now that was not a thing in video games that had to
1: be dealt with 20 that, years ago yeah that's a topic we brought up a few podcasts ago it Was like what happens that you know because I, I don't i think everything resets in Warzone. i don't think all your stuff carries over i may be wrong somebody can correct me on that if i am but i mean like that's the uh that's the part i don't like is that, like you can invest all that money and then for skins and stuff and then when they decide to release a new game it's just gone then that happened with like destiny to destiny 2 pretty much yeah
2: yeah de- yeah destiny you got like a shitty
0: it. little like tchotchke or something <laughs> yeah like-
1: I, I played 10,000 hours of destiny. and All I got was a shitty robot. Yeah, thank, thanks for your, thanks for your $500 of cosmetics. Hopefully you never see yeah, that again. That's why. that's why I, don't I, know I who that's why Wild I, I would too. yeah, that's why I refuse to buy that stuff. Cause I'm like, it's not tangible. I will never spend money on it. And uh, like, probably not a second. Like you want something that's non fungible. an nft some sort of a token (laughs) well and that's that's like
0: if i like it in overwatch i can use that same skin in apex legends or any
1: game i want that's uh might be on to something yeah as for as much as like we don't like nfts or the business of nfts like i feel like i don't want to hear
0: a butt. i don't want to hear a (laughs) button
1: nope nope i do think that's like one area that might be useful for games is that if you buy that skin it stays with you like I think but you that
0: don't have a game to put it on. What do I, you do? are just like I'm the I'm the king of skinned island. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't
1: know.
2: I don't I don't know. There's no solution. There's nothing. Yeah, that that I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like the, the company who is selling you this stuff has to have the resources and the vested interest in maintaining that back end that will keep it with you. Because yeah, if it's gonna be virtual, if you're gonna be playing online with other people um, it's, it's not real, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> like the video yeah. games you're playing are virtual. They're in a fake world. If like, if that company gets, uh, you know, like war breaks out and the the building gets hit by a bomb or something like that's not the company's fault, but the servers disappear. Your shit's gone. Cause it was, it was, it was ones and zeros Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. no no one's to blame for that but when you sign up for that sort of thing, you just got to keep that in mind. Like none of this is permanent. And for people who act like it is or should be just kind of maybe just come to that realization. Cause that's the future we live in. Well, that's,
1: that's the insidious part of it. That was like
2: pretty stuff.
1: I mean, it's, it's, it's like how they get you at stores, putting all that stuff on the shelves as you're getting ready to yeah. check out same concept. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah I, just, yeah, I guess you just have to have the willpower to be like, no. Yep. You have to have the willpower to say no. And,
2: Oh, yeah, that's a lot of it. Honestly, it's kind of personal decisions in that regard. Yeah. But I mean, like you can play the game, have fun and not interact with a... any of the services that you dislike or even better option. You don't play the game at all. They, uh... You know, because there's there's
0: you know what? They keep making a bunch of games. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a bunch of them. And there's probably one out there even for you. Even you. Yeah, you, the weirdo. The weirdo on the other side of the yeah. camera.
2: Are you on the toilet right now? Yeah. I you know I'm shitting. <laughs> we already went over
1: this and in the frame. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know. That's a, I just stole that
0: joke. <laughs> uh, Andrew Whitewinter said that the king of Skin, Skin Island is coming to Paramount+.
1: You know what? I mean, leatherface had a point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hashtag Leatherface was right. Um, uh, before before we go to what, what we've been playing and watching, uh, Dingus. With a five pound donation, thank you so much. Said CD Project Red just announced a new studio, CDs Nuts. Nah, that was a deez, that was a CDs Nuts joke. <laughs> I don't know if you if you got that. And then uh, Jumbly Wombly thank you so much with another just a uh, fucking Old 10, Ten million dollar donation. I don't know how Oof, I funding for the I, next decade. Yeah, uh, that's uh, Jumbly Wumbly. We're named the whole third season of Adventures Nigh just called Adventures Nigh Jumbly Wumbly. Uh, <laughs> saying, uh, can we get Dick the Birthday Boy on Adventures Nigh, or as a guest, or is guest star Rich Evans too much to get? Um, that's probably a Jack question, and the answer is probably going to be no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah,
2: Jack has answered questions like this. Yeah, with a no. Yeah, multiple times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So Andrew. we're not,
0: yes, it will be in the same city as Red Letter Media. No, it will not be filmed at Red Letter Media Studios. Um, I still also
1: don't know what Red Letter Media is. <laughs> Someday, I've seen of have. Videos.
2: They, they have funny stuff.
1: Someday, I'm gonna find out. Uh, Andrew Whitewinter says 105 Marty. I mean, Andrew, 105 million dollars, very little difference. Yeah, I don't know. 10 million dollars, even very little difference between yeah. all that. It's, me, Still got to a me, one. It's red.
0: Half. When I see red, I'm like a bull. I just get excited. <laughs> it's such a such a unique color. Um, uh, Casey, you've been playing anything outside of you played Echo. I kinda wanna know a little bit about this weird Echo game that you guys played on Monday. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah. caught a little bit of it, and that game looked fucking strange.
2: Um yeah, I was legit sc- just scrolling through the uh escapist uh press account or whatever. Just looking for for shit to put on uh, hidden gems and, and notice like the art, like that weird uh, kind of China paper doll looking art or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and was like, hey, this looks cool. Let's try it out. And Nick was like, oh, I don't know. That game looks, looks probably kind of rough. You might not like it. I was like, well, maybe it'll be a fun kind of rough. Like maybe maybe it'll be like funny how bad it is. So like that was the expectation I went into it with. Uh, but it turns out it's actually a really atmospheric, um, a really pretty and really interesting conceit. Like you play uh, this character who has woken up from several years of hypersleep. She has a cube with her, which apparently is the sort of uh, transformed remains of a friend or lover, not exactly sure what their relationship was. And this place she's traveled to is this massive Structure like the entirety of a planet is made up of this sort of self-replicating structure where that cube may possibly be returned back to a living human. So that's her goal. But once she gets in there, um, that place sort of comes back alive. And it turns out it has created several copies of her just littered throughout the place. And those copies, as you try and avoid them, because they're all for some reason trying to grab and bite you, <laughs> as you try to avoid them, they start to learn what you do and copy you so like um there's a section where uh i come across a bunch of platforms and like kind of ankle high water and i can move through the water and none of them will chase me past the ledges because they've never seen my character walk in water before but almost immediately after that because all those things have now witnessed me walk through water very shortly they all will chase me across the water now oh interesting so I learned very quickly that the more aggressive I played, the worse I made it for myself. Because I was just I was just shooting folks left and right. And soon enough, only two shots from two different directions, they just gunned me down. Yeah. So it's like it's just not an option. I hear Max
1: barking like crazy because right. there's a cat in my ear.
2: Oh no. <laughs>
0: uh, see, that's that to me, that is such an interesting concept for a game, but I could totally see how the idea kind of starts to break down like jumbly said that the, it really falls apart uh from the second third on
2: i can like, imagine I can... yeah like folks were saying like i should play it again the next time my turn comes around so i'm wondering if i should just to see if we can get to the point to where everything starts working because i'm yeah. at this point i'm really high on it like i think it's yeah. actually brilliant how because uh, you guys really have neat seen
0: concept.
2: yeah yeah like you guys have seen the way i like to play stealth games which is like <laughs> sure i'll engage with the stealth but as soon as some shit pops off everybody's dead <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> i'll just point. kill everything but <laughs> no no worry right But the thing is, this game makes a sensible way of deterring you from doing that because you're free to do it. Like, I can kill everything in that room, but it gets so much harder because now the things are that aggressive towards me. So, like, it it pays for me to actually maintain the stealth and to hide from them and to not be too aggressive. And Like, I can, you know, take shots here and there, but I need to limit it because then everything becomes untenable if I don't. So, like, that loop makes sense in a way that actually makes me engage with the stealth more I, than i would normally i kind like of like this
1: i kind of like those concepts for real life because like what if i just gave somebody five dollars and then they all gave me back five dollars oh did my, you end up where you i'd be very started <laughs> no they
0: all give it back yeah like he like gives all the copies give me five back. and then every copy tries to oh give $5. yeah
1: i've game the system
0: but then where did the money come from
1: Yeah, but then did you not hear the
0: part where he says they try to eat your face?
1: Well, I, you know, it's it's worth. (laughs) I can pay my medical bills if I had that much money. No, probably not. It's still American healthcare. I probably still couldn't afford it. Yeah, you'd be. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like I (laughs) would. I would just.
0: I would make whatever decision ends with me not getting eaten in the face by my my.
1: But they learn. They learn from me. So Casey said they learn from you. So that means you try to eat their. I mean, they didn't
2: learn. They didn't learn. To the eating part for me, I don't know why. That's just default programming, the eating part. <laughs> like, Natural, that's the goal. Definitely. Everything else they learned is to get get to the eating part.
0: It was on them. Yeah, that makes sense.
2: But <laughs> uh, well, yeah, really, I, really cool game so far.
0: That's awesome. You've been playing, watching anything else?
2: Uh, I did finish uh, Cyberpunk Edgerunners, but we already had a whole Cyberpunk conversation. Um, and I, I will say, fantastic ending.
0: I agree. Yeah, ex- excellent like, ending. I would uh, Great show. I would, I would love... I would love another season that's just fucking new characters, just new story. Um,
2: yeah, you know, same. You would
0: do that again, just you know, set it in Night City or set it. I that that world's got to have a second city, right? You can't just have one city. <laughs> like, I don't know that much there about is, Cyberpunk. Is there a day city. city? It just extends across. Like, the entire is there somewhere world. that's just nice? Because That city like looks like a I don't think so.
2: Great. Right? There's nowhere that's just <laughs> yeah, nice because all around it is like just desert, and then like the nomad people live out in the desert, but like they're still just neighbors with Night City. And, and your yeah, but I no mean, spoilers, because yes,
0: well, this isn't this is this isn't a spoiler. This is me not understanding how cyberpunk works. Is there just like <laughs> if you go like 200 miles away, is there just like a nice city, like a nice small town like Harrisburg? You, know, I don't
1: know. you end up in Kansas City? Yeah, which is which is great. <laughs> I
0: watched a fucking video about how Kansas City has this mat like something like 10 percent of Kansas City's industry is all. All situated in this giant underground warehouse that's like the size of the city, all under the city. Have you, you heard about are this? You, are you
1: talking about like the the human, traf- human trafficking network? Uh, th- no, I was talking because we're like, the capital of human trafficking. Wow, because I mean, you bring up human trafficking
0: a lot. So <laughs> <should> we <laughs> like you've done it several times this episode in different conversations. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from. I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm starting to put it a two and a two
1: together. <laughs> Are you? Where's the? What's the other one? What's? Where's the other two coming from?
0: Well, uh, let's see. A lot of it comes from Kansas City. Oh, you okay. live in Kansas City. Mm. There mm. was a cat meowing outside just a second ago.
1: <laughs> well, that'd be cat trafficking.
0: Uh, Android Winner said Marty's 100% right. We have a massive cave system. It's insane. See, I didn't lie. Yeah. Do you know about this? It's caves, huh? I don't, no, I don't it's that, like it, caves. So. It looks cave-like, but it is, a, it is like... A fucking! It's crazy. It looks like Doc, Doctor was, Evil's lair from the hit. From so it's like, us. uh, it's like the Jordan Peele movie Us. A little bit. It is. It's a little bit like <laughs> Us.
1: Yeah, that's what it's. Like. Uh, speaking of Kansas City, do you know like they're filming um, part of The Last of Us here? They like actually like slowed down traffic here. They caused a traffic jam because they were getting B-roll for the show here.
0: Oh, that's cool. Ooh.
1: Yeah, that's exciting. I wonder if it's going to like be an actual
0: scene or if there's just going to be like it's a uh, montage of like, well, here's like 10 cities they go through. And
1: yeah, I think it's, l- I think it's just part of the B-roll. Like, I think the, the city that they're basing it off of, like for the like where Joel and Ellie are actually traveling through, like in the game is like mm-hmm. based off of Kansas City. That's cool. Yeah,
0: I'm really excited for that show. I thought that trailer I, that trailer That's keeps trailer. airing before yeah, before that, uh, that looks House like it's going to work.
1: Yeah yeah it looks good I mean it it'd be kind of really hard good. not to work considering the game is already basically a TV show so
2: yeah just like, yeah, like okay. that that was my main complaint is that 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 game is great because of its story and its <laughs> game is super average
1: <laughs> man,
2: so you, you might will, as well just take this out the gameplay anti-last of us
1: it's I love crazy. the last of us and so man, I, I, I think it's a great story like I yeah. like the story man, I, like, I, I like the Yazi gameplay like, when can you say like the
2: story is the best part of a video game like almost never. Kojima
1: I really hey, I like the gameplay I like the gameplay of both games. Like, I think the Last of Us Part Two's AI is super impressive.
2: I've
1: I'm not tried to yet. I do want to try. They try to bite your face as well. They that do. Game. Oh no! I just, I just. <laughs> the only thing I don't like about the Last of Us Part Two is the pacing of how they did the story. The rest was fine. Because you're homophobic. Uh, <laughs> raging homophobe, man! Like, just, can't get it out of my system. That's gonna be clipped <laughs> and put off over the place. I'm not actually uh, a homophobe. <laughs> now you know what it's like when I
0: talk about uh incest. I have to at the end of every that, every topic. Not to yeah,
1: well, that's your fault. You did this. No, it's not my fault. It's the art. Blame
0: the art. The Don't art the art talker. <laughs> 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 uh I watched uh uh Intergalactic which uh, Oh yeah. It's the, it's the new the the new kid Cudi uh, uh animated uh <laughs> <laughs> rom, rom-com, I guess on uh, on Netflix. It's it's really fucking good though, and it looks it looks a lot like uh, Into I'm the, so glad to the Spider-Verse. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it, it it it's really fucking cool though, and I didn't realize it was co-written by the guy. Did you ever watch the show uh, How to Make It in America on HBO? Like twelve? years no, ago? No, but Cuddy was also in that. Mm-hmm. Right? He was. Yeah, and it was like co-written by like the the creator of that, and it made sense because that show was like it was after Entourage but it was about like less like LAD bags and more like um, like New York city, like artists and like fashion designers and like hustlers trying to like make it in America.
2: Um, And I really and liked it. Was, was that like documentary or Was that like a scripted thing too? Cause no, I scripted. never, yeah, it was scripted. Like okay. he thought he was like a character in it. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I wasn't, I, I think that was like maybe his first acting thing. Cause I was yeah, very yeah, confused that he was yeah, in it. I was it, like, Oh, it, it, like, it wasn't that like long gonna... after
0: like uh, man on the moon, uh, That's what the album is called, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever his, yeah. his first yeah, LP, the, yeah,
0: the day and night. Just album. a uh, uh,
1: just a heads up. It is seven fifteen, so we should probably wrap this up in about fifteen minutes to let KC prepare for God of War. Literally, woo. we're at the point where we're talking about all our last things. I know. I just wanted to make sure you didn't go on a big long, long rant about incest before you know you got there. So I was <laughs> I it's not it's not a
0: rant. It's called uh, a manifesto. Oh, okay. And uh, throughout the next three hours, I will explain to you why incest is a viable no. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Uh, Yeah. Uh, No, I was I wasn't saying a vibe. I meant to say. Here we go. You started
1: it. I mentioned it once, and now you're going on and on.
0: Incest is a vibe. Um, But yeah, I highly (laughs) recommend uh, this. Intergalactic. Uh, Really, really excellent cast. Really excellent uh, animation. Just fucking, just gorgeous. Like one of my favorite animated things. I know uh, (laughs) Honey Money watched it. She really loved it. So, and listen, Honey Money, has got perfect taste. Right. That's true. That's why they all say. As they all say. Um. I've been playing only one game. I don't think we could talk about it yet, even though it's an old game. It's
1: no, I just won't talk about it. Um, Nick, what about you? I am getting very close to wrapping up Devil May Cry Five, which I have very much enjoyed. Aside from V, I don't like playing as him, and I don't like his sandals. I will, you really don't like this <laughs> dude's I will die sandals. on I will die on that hill. I just think it's, he's a doof doofus looking character. they fucking doofus. <laughs> <fair laughs> <purpose. laughs> Uh, classic doofus yeah but i you know, i finally got a got a handle on the combat system and uh i'm still not super great at it but like i've definitely like when you when you hit that like triple s tier that's pretty it's pretty fun uh so i'm gonna attempt to maybe go back to the older ones that i've heard they have an age super great um, but I
2: definitely yeah, want to play. especially two I think two was just a straight up bad game yeah it was bad yeah um, yeah.
0: I think three would but three was probably good yeah I think I think just, I, think I do
1: DMC. yeah I think I want to do three and four and I'd already played uh, DMC from Ninja Theory oh uh, so
0: do you think it would go straight to uh Devil May Cry game next or are you gonna do something I guess we're about to we're about to have big games we're about to get those fucking rabbits are about to come and oh my god no, it's gonna be yeah yeah when those rabbits are here
1: no i don't i don't think i'm gonna go to those um you know i've got <laughs> i've got a lot of streaming to do because we gotta we we're gonna start hot last two and uh devotion so i'll probably uh use my evenings to uh catch up on tv and stuff uh, i just wrapped up peaky blunder season five and six so i've finished the series love what it heck? love it that's well. fast it's only six episode seasons uh, oh, okay. So they're not, yeah. They're, not they're fast though. And you watched both seasons at the same time. Well, I mean, I went after after I cut. I tried to cut the grass on Sunday, and then I like was just in, in, in excruciating pain. So I just laid downstairs and watched TV all day. And then, yeah, like season six, just I got hooked on the show again. Had to binge it. Got it done. uh I'm, Next I'm, funding goal's got to be Nick's doctor. <laughs> I, I am. Uh, <laughs> I am slightly annoyed that Warrior and. Peaky Blinders has been so good because it's making every other show I'm watching right now not seem as good. <laughs> I spoiled myself with two. Oh, Andor really and House of the Dragon are
0: on. Those are both great.
1: Yeah, I still love the, these two shows even more. <laughs> okay. That's I, like, cool. I, like, I like I like my period crime dramas. Those are always fun. Star Wars is, uh, that's a period. It's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, a long, no, it's not a long time ago. It's just, oh yeah, it is a long time ago. Is it? No. It's a long, long time a ago. A long, long time ago. Yeah, you're right. Is that too long ago? I don't know. I, time, um, time makes no sense.
0: A couple people in chat are talking. Uh, probably not. Sexbot was talking about Anne Rice, which reminded me that I heard the interview with the Vampire show just premiered on AMC and it was apparently good. Which
2: oh I yeah, yeah, I heard I saw, that was good. A that. <clears throat> Grey Worm yeah. plays uh, the main character.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's that um, one uh, and Dark Winds on AMC that I keep meaning to give a shot. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. What a lot of good stuff. Uh, Atlanta's back and fucking
1: great. This is last
0: season. We're almost done with Atlanta. I'm, I'm very sad about that. Uh I'm all caught up on uh uh what we do in the shadows. Uh Ed Elementary came back, which is like just the funniest feel-good fucking show, like the office. Yeah, I started that. Yeah, that show yeah. Was a great watch. Season two's back, that's great. Um and then uh yeah, reservation dogs. Oh, good stuff. TV. You know what TV, sometimes you're bad, but sometimes you're good.
1: And now you're good. I think I think uh, it's just franchise stuff that's been bad. Like all the original stuff has been pretty damn good.
2: <laughs> you might be on true. something. Uh, yes,
1: we, House of the Dragon is great. They I, do, do I so love Dragon. I love House of so the much, So much uncle Uncle kissing. Oh okay, well. <laughs> Okay, getting to super chance.
0: Getting to super chats probably not a sex spot, but who we can't we can't tell says oh, with a ten dollar donation. Thank you so much. Says I think it's worth noting that a lot of money gets made off people. This is going back to the um, loot box or you know free to play sort of business model stuff. I think it's worth noting that a lot of money gets paid uh, gets made off people with genuine mental disorders by design by these games. Um, yeah, there is like there's that is a very I think- serious issue of of games being like predatory to people that, whether they're children or people who are like predisposed. That's to, true. Yeah. A lot
2: of, a lot of mobile games fall we, we, yeah. into that category. Yeah, they
1: absolutely do. But I mean, like that's, it's just a cap capitalism thing in general. Like alcohol is taking advantage of people that are addicted. personalities. Yeah. yeah Cigarettes, yeah, yeah, legalizing sports. Cards, gambling. Like yeah. everything mm-hmm. is designed to, like a game. Like I don't think the free to play model is like unique in that. Um It's, it's yeah. all shitty. I'm not excusing it. It's just, I just, you know, like what do you do <laughs> you either don't take part in it or you you try to you know inform people the best you can about you know not gambling your money away on these things or like i don't know whenever my friends talk about buying battle pass like you really want to spend your money on digital art that you can't do anything with in three years so um, yeah i don't i don't I really i just really don't know like i don't I mean, it could be like government regulation could step in. I don't know if that's, uh, you know, that, that kind of happened with loot boxes in, in Europe, right? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But I think that I, might have a lot to do with why we're seeing less and less of them, too.
1: Well, yeah, no, it yeah. absolutely is. and it, It's a gambling thing, which is like, you guys think that the this stuff is bad. I mean, like, gambling is becoming a huge, like, thing again in gaming and, like, esports and everything like that. And sports betting, oh, yeah. which is just another so way for gambling. shutting it down, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a much wider issue being perpetrated perpetrated by a lot more people now that it's suddenly it's weirdly now they can make a lot of legalized. money off. It. Yeah. Weirdly. Yeah, being legalized yeah. by guess who <laughs> the corporations that can make all the money from it?
0: Yeah. And I feel like the government will stop giving a shit once they can tax it. Yeah, I, <laughs> right. It's like, just give us our cut and we'll leave you alone. Yeah, then, then, then it's fine. I mean, that's like the whole thing about like yeah. legalizing like marijuana across the U.S. is like uh, once we, the government like, could agree outside, on getting yeah. a cut, then it's like, OK, we're fine with that. Yeah.
2: Uh, Jeffrey, I mean, but Mom, they, Mom, they haven't moved on cocaine and we know the government's has a cut of that. Ah,
1: <laughs> topical. <laughs> go watch Narcos on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh,
0: uh Joffrey of mouth with a five dollar donation. Thank you so much. So the phone number is also a dumb take. Steam has uh, tied mobile authentication that's basically required to trade items on the market for years too. Um Yeah, the phone number thing. Like I, I think the phone number thing for me. I don't give a shit if they have my information. That's what I don't care. I do think the like, oh, uh, ultimately being like, oh, if you are this poor, you can't play our thing to its fullest fullest extent. Is is shitty. Um, and I mm-hmm. wish there were easier ways. I wish you could just be like, here's my thumbprint. I'm a
2: human, like, <laughs> or not, not even on that level of, uh, like financial thing. Some countries just, that's not the way you use phones. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Australia, for example, cause Elise was actually making this point, uh, in a press server, pretty much 90 something percent of that country just uses prepaid plans. Cause that's how, that's yeah. just how they do it so it's like how do you get around that like yeah
0: that, yeah that's an issue. yeah yeah that is that is a, i didn't even think about that either it's not even like a poverty thing it's just like a this is how our country it's works social yeah yeah. Issue.
1: yeah yeah hmm. strange it's uh, you know it's it the phone number is tied to the games like it's not a new thing for a lot of games because like i was told like um dota has had it for like five plus years so now that it's becoming like a bigger thing across the industry, like these are problems they're gonna have to solve. It's just early in the game for how yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So I think like I think over time they'll figure it out. Yeah. I would hope so. And it'll be interesting to see if for a situation
0: like this, if if a couple of years down the road when the deal goes through and Microsoft actually is the owner of all of this if any of this changes under Microsoft.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or uh because Microsoft already has all your information anyway, so what do you give a shit? <laughs> <laughs> uh probably not a sex spot with a five dollar dono. Thank you so much. Said my contribution to Nick's infinite five dollar fund. Hell
1: yeah. Now everybody <laughs> yeah. else in chat has to give us five bucks. You started it, uh, now that y'all gotta copy it. Uh, is that how it works? Uh, chat, I don't think you're legally beholden. No, I, don't,
0: I don't think none
2: of this works. But. this is
0: gonna be like the end at the end of uh zero puncture uh, uh post CP. yahtzee was shaming the audience for not getting it's five hundred dollars or something <laughs> and i was telling the audience like guys you're fine you've donated a lot this stream you don't need to donate <laughs> to, to, to to be fair that was probably my fault because i was like you should shame everybody <laughs> oh well there you go well he was very good at shaming he took he took your suggestion and and really yes. ran with it so. <laughs> yeah. uh and then finally andrew white winner with the dollar ninety nine donation thank you so much he says nick now has no hustle. He tore his pec muscle. <laughs> Andrew, your rhymes—I just read them in like the Gruntilda's voice from Banjo Kazooie, like <laughs> So I just read that in like an old witch voice, uh, which I
1: think is very nice. Going back to the Yahtzee, I like you like, telling an old fable. Yeah, I, I will say about Yahtzee—he is very excited to shoot this in person. So, like, yes, <laughs> he's, yep. yeah, we yeah. we all are. We, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, uh,
0: he's but he's but he's also very. I told him about the Fon statue. Let me tell you. He was not excited about
1: the <laughs> <statue>. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I will say, though, is Yahtzee, I mean, I guess Jack is almost as tall as Yahtzee, so, like, Yahtzee and Jack, compared to all the rest of you, us yeah, going, towering over they're us just going to look like six our, six our, our, our They're going to look like our gear 6'3"? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Marty's
2: yeah, tall as shit, too, okay, apparently. So, I guess, whatever, fuck tall people. Will's care. on the tall side as well. <laughs> Hey, like all you not, hoes! I don't know why you're telling me all the Fuck shit. me!
0: What did I do? I didn't do anything. I just thought how tall I was.
2: You, you grew. That's what you did.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd like to stop.
2: <laughs> you ate your yeah. vegetables and milk or whatever. I'd be,
0: I'd be like perfectly fine if I was like five ten. I would be, I would be very it's happy. A lot, it's so. a lot easier you, to bike. You say
2: that now as a six three person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there I do
0: a- like I do like when people ask me to reach for things in the store.
2: <laughs> <laughs> get, like, there
0: was I'm this. But then when I sit down
1: on a plane, I'm like, my legs, <laughs> my poor gams. There was a, a video on Instagram a couple weeks ago of like these two like seven foot guys. Like basically showing everything from their perspective, like holding their phones up to their eyes so you can see what they see, and they just like see over store shelves, so like you could see across the entire store. Yeah, not, not, <laughs> yeah, none of y'all
0: are none of y'all are dusting your countertops. Yeah. We know
1: yep, that's exactly what they saw. Like even out, <laughs> you know they were you like know at, what's going on? They were at Walmart, dirty ass top cabinets. <laughs> yeah, they were at Walmart and like looked at the top of a shelf and it was just completely dust covered. Like this, this is a
0: dead body here. Yeah. Furby, they haven't made those in <laughs> twenty years. Um. Well, excellent. Uh that 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 about wraps us up. Uh Casey, you're going to be back in a half an hour with just uh, yep. the Greek, which is very exciting. But uh what else should people check out? We already threw in the link to uh
2: Overwatch, so we got that done. Yep, Hell that's yeah. out there. Um I don't know, follow on my Twitter, year's 9 Um look for my podcast on uh listening services. It's called the Sigma Show. Just do a search, but you can watch the video on my Twitch, which is also Years 9 That's pretty much my stick.
1: Perfect. Nick uh, just keep uh, hitting that super chat goal. I'm super impressed that we already do. We already did almost $600 on the first day. Yeah, uh, ooh, this baby. is running till the end of December, mostly because like we've funded so many stream series that we got to get through. That we're probably good for the rest of the year on that. Um, so make sure like that's if, fair. Um, quest or side quest launches on Saturday for premium members. So uh, if you want to support the show yeah. even more, like get signed up for the Patreon. Seriously, it really helps us out. Uh, be sustainable. Mm-hmm as you may have seen in the news today, that that was a conversation again in games media. <laughs> so we are trying to run things differently. So all you green names in the chat, you are, you are the best. Yeah, the, 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 we're Thank you really so much. We have you there. And yeah, we think uh, shooting an adventure as nine in person. is going to be really fun. Just kind of getting the whole team together. And uh, we're, I'm like, I'm going to end up going to just on my own so that we can film the uh, film, like a little behind the scenes making of of season three, which would be really sweet. Um, So I think like you guys are going to get a lot of cool content out of that. Um, And you know how hard we go on the documentary stuff. We're bringing all that camera stuff. This thing's going to look great. (laughs) Like we're really excited about doing this. Uh, But other than that, uh, come back tomorrow for me and Marty playing more of dark forces. Should we might wrap it up tomorrow?
0: I think yeah, we'll be able to wrap up Jedi Jedi Night if if not wrap up, get really close. And then uh... and then uh, tomorrow evening, uh, Casey and I will be back with more Melgar Solid Four. Mm-hmm. Yep. tomorrow evening at uh, seven p.m. Central, which I'm very excited for because man. Uh, That game is bonkers. And uh, last couple uh, (laughs) donations and and super chats. Uh, Zhao Pia, thank you so much for joining Early Access. And John Lee Womley, been a member for 30 full months. Thank you so much. Says, is there a way to fund the goal via Patreon so that YouTube doesn't get all a big cut? Also, thanks for the fun.
1: Yeah, we thought about making it a member goal on Patreon. um, You know, because long term that would help us out more. But we figured let's let's do this. And then once we actually have like all that behind the scenes content, that's going to drive more people to patreon also we've, we figured this would be a fun way to do that like set as a big community goal does uh, patreon have like tip jars no it doesn't um i mean we, we have the tip jar cheer on patreon like if you want to support on patreon like the best way is just joining the patreon uh because your your monthly revenue will pay for itself so <laughs> mm. um, but yes you can you can donate via paypal we have it on the site um, and also this isn't like a thing where like the parent company isn't wanting to support it. We specifically asked to crowdfund this with our community because like, this is a sustainable way to do it. Um, so that when we do get sponsors for season three, like it's pretty much just pure profit for us. Um, mm-hmm. And so like this, this is the best way to do something like this and, and get the community involved and get some extra stuff out of it. So like parent company fully on board with it. They're excited about it. They're going to actually going to help us market adventures nigh going forward like they want to get it listed on their other websites and everything so like we're kind of going all in on adventures nice so now's the time to be a movie original soon (laughs) yeah uh but yeah for it on quibbly yep so you got you got side you got side quests starting up this weekend after three episodes of that season two will return and then we are we have two more side quests planned for after that
0: yeah, the thing about side quests is uh, uh with without spoiling anything, there's there's gonna be uh, uh tendrils of side quests that end up interacting with tendrils of Adventurous Nigh proper.
1: Yeah, we're and, marvelifying it. We were just talking about how
0: much we hate cinematic <laughs> yeah, universes. We're well, fucking giving you one. Yeah. Here is phase two of Adventurous exactly. Nigh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh and uh, probably not a sex spot thank you so much for joining tip jar right, right there at the end oh thank you so much oh Aww, and also me. uh I, we don't mention this enough but if you like uh if, if if you like the sort of the speed and the the flavor of this show and you haven't watched the recap uh do that we do that live on tuesdays at noon uh, it's usually Nick and I and Darren, uh, some combination. Folks, folks come in and out. We've had Jemai on there, um, and and that's just mostly, but it's just about entertainment. So we've been talking about those nerd shows. We've been talking about Andor and in and Lord of the Rings and and uh, uh, House of the Dragons. So yeah, tune in, tune into that as well. So uh, for Casey and Nick, this was Marty. This was breakout episode number fifty-eight. Stay tuned in less than half an hour. Uh, Casey and Jesse will be back with their first get Jesse
1: to the Greek stream. I'm very excited about that. Hey, see you guys in a bit. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Oh, and by the way, on the get Jesse the Greek stream, uh, I'm going to have Lachlan, who is one of our editors and uh, actually a teacher. I'm going to have him make a uh, God of War uh, multiple choice test for Jesse at the end of that series, and we will have we will stream that live as he. Answers the questions and gets them right or wrong. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so I mind. Absolutely love that. Incredible.
0: he's to have to have like a little scantron. I love it. <laughs> yes, we would. Yes. Amazing number two pencils. <laughs>
1: and if he gets a, right. if he gets a C or less, he has to replay them all again until he gets it right. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. No.
0: <laughs> You're like, I Bye like this. Everybody. Last time.